0: Hello. Hello. Hey. I'm trying to put my headphones in the right ears. Oh, are you actually wearing headphones this time of your own volition? Of my own accord. Whoa. Yeah, I, uh, I'm uh, i trying to be a professional. Be a professional. Uh, I'm doing my best. I've got all my recording equipment here. It looks... With like, I look like a real pro. This is a professional podcast where we give professional movie reviews and critiques in a very succinct, professional way. And our movie that we are professionally sorry, reviewing I had to today, adjust. The, I had to adjust the volume. Well, listen. Hold, listen. On, hold on, hold on. I have a bit. I have a bit. Okay, do your bit. I have a bit. What is it? It involves rhyme all the time. And guess why? I'm gonna go ahead and guess that it's because our professional movie review of today has to do with a rhyming movie. Perhaps something Dr. Seuss-esque. It's a movie based on a poem. It's pretty artistic. It's pretty artistic. Uh, It really shows like the duality of of man and stuff. And oh, Emma loved it. Uh, She just told me. Emma's my dog. I don't know if I've made that clear to anybody who listens. The whole like five people that listen to this. The five people that listen to this have really good taste. So good for you. Mhm mhm. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to be around the bush. I both love and hate the movie that we watched. The movie that we watched. Yeah, you know, that it's been quite a build up here then let's mm-hmm. just get to it. We watched fucking uh Cat in the Hat. <laughs> the live action. Live action Mike Myers. Mike Myers. The, Do you remember the artistic yeah. and very beautifully done Live-action Dr. Seuss movie, Cat in the Hat, featuring the seasoned actor, Mike Myers. And also seasoned actor, uh, Dakota Fanning. Although I don't think she was very seasoned at the time. And seasoned actor, uh, Alec Baldwin. Oh my god, I loved Alec Baldwin in this movie. <laughs> uh, wait, what was the so much. <laughs> What was the babysitter's name? Uh, Mrs. Kwan. Mrs. Kwan was the best character of that whole thing. I must say. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna have to disagree. Okay, so can we throw the rest of the movie in the garbage and just talk about how great Mrs. Kwan and Lawrence were as, like, characters? It's just fucking Lawrence, Larry, whatever you want to call him. Alec Baldwin's character. He prefers to be called Lawrence. Lawrence. He made it clear. Yes, he did make that clear. Uh, He's such a fucking, just, like, cartoon villain. You know, like, he's just trying to, like, infiltrate these kids' home and, like, get with their mom and shit. And he's just, like, so fucking, like, evil about it. (laughs) I love Lawrence for the same reason I love Emperor Palpatine. It's because he is unabashedly evil. And he loves to be evil. Yeah, he's just, like, fucking bringing the dog back to the mom after the dog runs away. And he's just fucking, like, cackling, like, evil laughter. It was pretty man great. Laugh. Yeah, In the movie It's infectious. I laughed. I didn't yeah. laugh much at this movie, but whenever he's driving up to the mom's, you know, office and he's got the dog that ran away and he's just like, ah, 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 ah. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's my shit. I was like, that's, that's hilarious. That's hilarious. Mm-hmm. I will say, you and I, we loved this movie whenever we were kids. We still quote it. I still find myself quoting it as an adult because it's just so embedded in my brain from childhood. Uh, I have a tendency to shake my fists and go, ah, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah," And I always go, oh, I'm so excited. And I always and say, gems. lay off the sauce. Like that. Um, yeah, there's a lot of gems in there. Um, a lot of, lot of gems in there. Uh... This movie does not hold up as an adult. <laughs> I will say that. It's, it's not like going back and watching The Grinch, which will be, like, timeless, you know, 30 years from now. This one... This one didn't uh, ferment very well. It didn't, well, it's it didn't like, taste it. It it's like It's like they tried to go for kind of that same thing where it's... Because, you know, with The Grinch, it's like... Obviously, kids love it because it's fucking hilarious. But adults like it, too, because there's a lot of... Double entendres and you know, like adult esque jokes and stuff that only adults will get, and it's just genuinely like you know, pretty funny. It tries not to be too goofy. Yeah, they were. I I think that they were trying to go for that in the Cat in the Hat, but the the main flaw that they had is that they went extremely goofy. So, (laughs) yeah. It's more goofy than an extremely goofy movie. Oh, I was about to say that joke, you fucker. Ha! I was about to say uh, it's goofier than an extremely goofy movie. But But it didn't land as well. Mine was funnier. Well, if you would actually let me speak and finish my sentences, um... I'm sorry, you're not here. I can't read your body language. We're just... Well, you know, the fact that I, like, never stopped talking, like, there wasn't really a pause in my sentence, but you went ahead and talked anyways, that's fine, though. It's whatever. <laughs> I was just so excited to get to your joke, joke. In. Yeah, I know, I know. I was pretty, pretty excited. I'm sorry. My my synapses start firing off and I just got to blurt it out. That's cool. That's cool. Um, I think that's kind of how they wrote the script for this movie. Yeah, their synapses were just a blast all over the place. And they were like, we got to get as much fuckery in this film as we can. Uh, it also Mike had... Mike Myers like did acid and then wrote the script. That's what I... called mean. it a night. I think that's what Mike Myers does with all of his movies, to be perfectly honest. Let's see who wrote the script for this movie. I, d- I highly doubt Mike Myers well, wrote the script for this movie. Obviously it was Dr. Seuss. Yeah. Uh, it also had Beans in it. The, the kid who played, he played Beans and even Stevens. Which, he's looking rough as an adult. Because he still looks like how he did as a kid. But now he's an adult and he's like balding. And he looks rough. Yeah, well, I'm not, not... going to lie, and I'm not one to bully the appearances of children. Um, well, I don't... he's not a he's not a child no more. Uh... No, but I'm just going to say, you could kind of see it coming. I watched that kid on TV whenever he was real little. Oh, I thought you were, like, getting on to me for being mean. I wasn't trying to be mean, I'm just saying that he looks exactly the same, except now he's, like, balding, which is kind of weird. Yeah. Hey, how about don't make fun of children? He's Come not on. a child no more. This is a this is a friendly, happy show. He's not a child. We've never said anything controversial, ever. Have we not? Well, you've edited it out. Have I edited it out? Well, I don't know. Uh, some, I guess, would say that what we said in the last episode... Wait, was that last episode or was that like two episodes ago? Remember, uh-huh. we said a cab. all cops are bastards... I don't think that's controversial. I think that's just trendy. Is it trendy? Uh huh. Well, it's also truth. Um. Anyways. What was I saying? Oh, yeah. Fucking. The guy. The kid who played Beans. Uh. I agree. You could kind of tell. Just like. I'm not saying he was a weird looking kid. He has a very unique face, though. And. <sighs> I'll so, say he was a weird-looking kid. He's—he was un, a unique individual, and I'm not saying he's a bad person for it. He was weird-looking. That you... kid was bound to look rough as he got older. Come on. Yeah. Not trying to be mean. Not trying to be mean. I am. I'll say. Yeah. It. You are mean. I know. I'm just kidding. No, it's okay. <laughs> i'm um, just kidding that makes it all right yeah that make, yeah that makes it okay everything's better everything's better well he's living just off kidding. of the even stevens and cat and the hat royalties i don't think he gives a shit about my opinion yeah honestly like i don't i wouldn't give a fuck how i looked i could look like the ugliest piece of shit in the universe if i were like getting some of that disney royalties from a show i was on and fucking cat and the hat money I wouldn't give a shit. Because I'd be swimming in it, bro. Swimming. I'd be so, like Scrooge McDuck diving into his gold coins. I don't think that he probably made a whole lot of money from even Steven. Oh, he made bank off a of Cat in the Hat. You kidding me? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, who wrote the Cat in the Hat movie? Alec Berg, Jeff Schaefer, and David Mandel. Three oh. people. What were you three thinking? Three people got together and made this movie. Then I think I talked about this whenever we were watching the movie. This movie's the reason why they don't do any more live action Dr. Seuss films. And it wasn't just because Mike Myers was being bitchy, which I thought was like kind of the, you know, kitten caboodle of the reason, but it was um, that uh, his estate, like his wife who outlived him, Dr. Seuss, hated it. Yeah, I can see why. I, I can mean, see that. I'm not butchering that little toy. Why don't, don't, don't you do some fact checking first they, there, bud? Why don't they make any more live action Dr. Seuss movies? So she just, like, kind of took away any rights that any movie studio had to create a live action movie? Following the film's poor reception, however, Seuss's widow, Audrey Giselle, Giselle, it's spelled like Diesel, but with a G, decided to disallow any subsequent live-action adaptations of her late husband's works to be produced, to which the sequel was eventually cancelled. Oh man, they were gonna make a second one! <laughs> Dang it! We're this I close! Don't, I don't know if I could have dealt with a second cat in the hat. So you enough. would have dealt with it and you would have probably liked it. One was enough. As a child, maybe. As an yeah, adult. as a child, we would have loved it. Yeah. I hey. think it's really funny in the part whenever the, the things pull over the mom and then he starts eating her license and registration and then they're doing the Heimlich maneuver for, like, 20 minutes. I remember, like, cracking the fuck up whenever I was a child watching that scene. It's funny. I thought that was the funniest shit ever. I think it's still funny. I think that part held up. Well. I do still like the uh fucking acid spitting Zimziru. <laughs> the rare acid spitting Zimziru. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Would you mind signing my petition with this very large pen that requires two hands? That part was good. That, that was pretty funny. What didn't age well? Um, um, well, I, for one, got very uncomfortable after a while watching Mike Myers prance around in a giant cat suit. Yeah. Um, there were a lot of jokes about their mom being hot. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I kept. I was getting tired of the of the one guy, the boss or whatever, doing the fired bit. I don't know. That's little. Eh, eh, eh. Don't hold up. Um, the fish. The fish ain't funny. No. Um, I guess if we could boil the movie down to the funny jokes, which would be like there's Mrs- on the babysitter, um, Alec Baldwin can stay in the movie. He was dynamite the whole time. Um, the the Zizaru and the part with the things doing the Heimlich maneuver. And I think that would have made a good movie. Yeah, why couldn't, uh, we have just we had had, why couldn't we have just had a Lawrence and Mrs. Kwan movie? I um, would have actually paid very good money to see that movie. Yeah. I think it would have been really good. And then you can also have those two bits. Also, fucking that random uh Paris Hilton cameo. The fuck? Yeah. I wasn't expecting that. I didn't know when I was a kid who that was, and so now No, I I'm thought like, it was oh, just oh, some some hot shit. Yeah. I was like, What what how'd she get in this movie? She just like she wanted that cat in the hat? Money. That was just a genuine party that they were at. It, they filmed on location. Yeah. Yeah. Mike Myers just, like, running around in a cat suit. Yeah. Hey, regular ah. Tuesday. Regular Tuesday. Hey. What? Mike Myers wears a lot of uncomfortable-looking costumes. What's he complaining for? Why was the cat-in-the-hat costume... Why was he being bitchy about that specifically? I don't know what what other I guess in Master of Disguise he wore a lot of different outfits. Uh, he wasn't in Master of Disguise. I thought that was him. No. That nah, was not him. That was uh I fuck, I don't remember his name, but it was his, the blonde guy from Wayne's World, his buddy. Not Mike Myers, the other guy. Are you
1: Yeah, dude, well, it's not it is well, not Mike
0: Myers. <laughs> You're probably right. I mean, let's let's, let's Google this movie Master of Disguise. To be fair, I never actually watched the movie. I watched the um, trailer for the movie. I've never um, seen. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, I've never seen the movie, but I watched like a Watch Mojo about the movie, or it was like featured in it. So I'm like, yeah, I know what I'm talking about, bro. Oh, I don't know yeah. the guy's name, but Garth. Garth. No, I mean, I meant the dude's actual oh. name. <laughs> God, no one knows. No one knows. Not even on the film poster I'm looking at. Oh, damn. Um, I get. I really genuinely thought that was him. I think it's because of the glasses. He kind of reminded me of Austin Powers. Yeah, I could see that. Austin Powers was a funny movie. Austin Powers holds up. Um... He wore like quite a few costumes in the Austin Powers movies. That's a, that's honestly all I can really think of. Whenever I was saying that he's worn quite a few costumes, I could only really the, the Austin Powers movies was the only one that popped in my head. I bet but, that shrimp costume got really uncomfortable. Shrimp. Shrek. Shrek. Oh, I thought you said shrimp. It's like when did he wear a shrimp costume? Why did it kill my joke? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Let's see. Shripe the cast is of the Austin Powers movie. He plays Dr. Evil, Fat Bastard, Austin Powers, dot dot Gold dot. Gold member. Gold <laughs> member. <Yeah. laughs> that and was a great keeper. I still do that every time I get a sunburn and I start peeling. I'll like peel some off and I'm like, ooh, that's a keeper. That's disgusting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I can't help it. I like to peel things. That's um, fair. What else to say about Cat and hat? Well, we could peel back the layers of this movie. Um, it made me uncomfortable. It made me uncomfortable. Like, we were sitting there watching it, and usually, like, I don't really give a fuck about, uh, like, I I don't know, we were watching it with your husband, and I was actually getting a little embarrassed that we were watching it. Usually I don't give a shit if we're, like, watching a movie from our childhood, and he's just like, what the fuck are you guys watching? I'm like, it's from their childhood, but this actually, like, kind of embarrassed me. (laughs) Yeah, it's like, oh, I'm watching All Dogs Go to Heaven. Whatever.
1: This
0: one, this one, it made me squirm. Yeah. I didn't like it. (laughs) It Um, was kind of cringy. And I'm, this is kind guy from somebody who doesn't like intense movies and honestly does watch a lot of kids' movies just because it's, like, chill, you know? And the, I couldn't do this. It was difficult. I kept it, getting up to go do stuff. I know. It was hard for me to just, like, sit there and watch it. I, like, almost asked if we could turn it off a couple of times because I was just like, oh, my God. I can't sit through much more of this. But we did! I decided did. I'd rather do it all in one go and yeah, get plus, it done with. And we had to watch it, because, uh, if you... Before we watched it, if you had asked me anything about Cat in the Hat, I wouldn't have been able to tell you anything except for, uh, Acid Spitting, Zim Zizaru, and... Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, that yeah. That's all I could have said, so I had to have a refresher. Well, you got refreshed, and so did I, and I... Well, I, it, I it was not Ufer. refreshing. It no. was not refreshing. It was rotten. It was rotten tomatoes. That's what it was. Indeed. Um, I thought the set design was really fun. Yeah, they really went for that Dr. Seuss style. Yeah, but they didn't make it as whimsical as, like, you know, the Grinch or whatever no it honestly the like the um the setting that it's supposed to be in also made me uncomfortable because it was like suburbs 2.0 and i hate suburbs (laughs) all the houses looked exactly the same and i hate that shit and the like giant landscape that their little suburb is set in it like gave me a weird sense of like agoraphobia you know it's very isolating, because, yeah, it's, like, this town, and it's a decent-sized well, yeah. town, but it's just, like, in the middle of nowhere. It very much reminds me of, like, the town that we grew up in, because it was, like, you had to drive, like, 30 miles to get there from anywhere. Indeed. <laughs> it was not next to any other towns, yeah. I got bad vibes. Bad vibes. What's yeah, the, What's the phobia when you don't like open spaces? Agoraphobia. Are you sure? Yeah. Anxiety disorder characterized by symptoms of anxiety in situations where the person perceives their environment to be unsafe with no easy way to escape. Ah! Include open spaces, public Ah. transit, shopping centers, or simply being outside their home. Okay, it seems agoraphobia is just like you don't like to go outside. It's very much, like, wide open spaces and also just crowded spaces. It's it's basically, yeah, like, like they said, being in an area where there's not an easy escape route, basically. That's fair. Well, um, I don't feel like there would be an easy escape route in the, like, little landscape that they lived in because it was, like, the void. It was very much the void. It was the void if the void were... Just, like, rolling green hills and nothing else. It was, like, a, you know, Hidden Valley Ranch commercial. <laughs> Does the Hidden Valley logo actually have trees in the distance? Even that has a sense of comfort. Well, I guess so. not. Valley logo. You're just I Googling so- everything. <laughs> yeah, I learn a lot whenever we do these podcasts because I, um, I Google a lot of things. Yeah. Hey, at least there's trees in the distance on the ranch bottle. That is very true. That is very and true. also, like a big picture of ranch next to a tomato and a bell pepper and a cabbage. Dude, am I the only one that, like, uh, every time I see a Hidden Valley Ranch commercial, like on TV, it makes me just crave vegetables because they make them look so good. I don't know what it is. They and I do. don't. And this is coming from a person that does not like vegetables. I like. Like, maybe two vegetables. Green beans and... Carrots. Carrots, whenever they're not steamed. Raw carrots, yeah. Yeah. Uncooked carrots. And then green beans that are cooked. Although, I have been, like, opening up two, two more vegetables. My palate, I think, has matured a bit. Because Mom made this, like, pasta dish that had, like... Big old chunks of tomato and, like, squash and zucchini and shit. And I ate it, and it was pretty good. Hmm. You're finally becoming a grown-up. Finally. 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 I still don't like mushrooms, though. I do have a weird issue with mushrooms. I don't mind the taste of them, but the texture I cannot get past. They're so slimy. It's a weird... Yeah... They're, like, more... It's weird. The, like, amount of resistance in a mushroom is very odd. It's almost, like, on par with a marshmallow, but not quite, you know what I mean, as far as resistance goes. Yeah, I know exactly what you mean. See, my, my whole issue with vegetables has never been taste. It's always been texture. I do not like the texture of most vegetables, uh... Because they all kind of have, like, that they're squishy, but there's also a bit of crunch to them, too. Like, the outer part is crunchy, and then it's just, like, weirdly soft. I don't know. It's a bad kind of crunch, and I don't like it. Um, But mushrooms especially, yeah. I also don't like pickles. And pickles is purely just taste. I like pickles. Well, it li- depends on the pickle. I like those little, uh, the little sweet d- uh, dill pickles or whatever. See, I can kinda do those. Those aren't as bad to me as just, like, I don't know, regular old dill pickles. The kind of pickles that you would find on a burger. Gherkins! Gherkins. I do not like. No, gherkins are the sweet ones, right? Oh. Well, then I, I do little- not like the other kind. Dill? Is that... Dill pickles are the ones that they usually put on burgers, right? I think so. Okay, dill those, pickle versus gherkin. Let's see. Those are not, those are the ones that I do not like. Gherkins can be made sweeter by adding some sugar to the vinegar or brine. Although dill pickles flavored with dill stems are typically sour, gherkins are a smaller kind of cucumber that add the. the, the, the. <laughs> oh, pardon me. That was a hiccup. Pardon me. Pardon me, that was a hiccup. I have weird hiccups. Yeah, you do. Sound like a pterodactyl. I don't know why I have weird hiccups. I didn't, whenever I was a child, I didn't hiccup like that. I don't know. It's, uh... It's it's like a Bizarre. It's bizarre. You've got one chronic case of hiccups that has lasted, like, you know, a good... Like, 60% of your lifetime, but they're just extremely spread out, so you only have, like, two a day. Yeah, I never really get hiccuping fits. Like, uh, if I do hiccup, then, yeah, it's just, like, a random one, and then no more. Just, like, for a couple days or something, then, yeah. And they're very loud and sound like a pterodactyl screech. It's a defense mechanism. Against? Myself. Mmm, that's sad. Yeah. Well, you could probably use it as a defense mechanism against this horrible movie. It assaulted me and my senses and my eyes and my brain. It did, it did. Um... Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna do a preemptive, just like, I don't know final thought rating thing on this even though we're not yet anywhere near the end of the episode i want to talk about something else this is a (laughs) like two out of ten and two is just because there were two good characters in this movie
1: two Two out of
0: ten characters yeah two stars out of ten those two stars being mrs kwan and lawrence lawrence alec baldwin i love alec baldwin i know he's psychotic but (laughs) he was the one that like cussed out his own daughter over the phone right or something like that he did something he like flew off the handle i think also he's done a lot of like i fucking hate my wife type shit yeah you know that kind of humor (laughs) i'm looking up alec baldwin controversy Let's see. 1995, he assaulted a photographer. That's the only thing that's popping up right now. Well, I know there was a thing where he, like, cussed out his daughter or some shit, right? Or am I thinking of Mel Gibson? No, Mel Gibson cussed out his wife. He, I don't know, I kind of get the two mixed up with their scandals. I don't know. Alec Baldwin did something, and I'm pretty sure it involved his daughter. But don't quote me on that because I don't, I don't fucking know. Mm, I don't know. He did something bad. I don't I care to keep up. Soul. Yeah, I don't care to keep up with the uh, dramas of celebrities because I really don't give a shit unless it's something just like seriously bad, and I need to know so I can be like, oh, I don't think I want to show any kind of support for this person i guess you know what i mean yeah i don't really keep up with celebrities honestly for trying to do any commentary on movies and shit i really don't keep up with celebrities i don't even really get on facebook or reddit or the internet anymore no and you so don't I'm really, I'm really out of the loop You really are. You're going to have a difficult time reviewing... Well, Well, you know what? Actually, your reviews will be a more pure one. You know, just purely based off of your reactions to the movie itself and not any like, oh, well, this actor and this actor and this director. Nope. It's purely the movie. Yep. I'm going to compare it against my own internal frame of reference and what I like and based on my experiences. We actually we're not very good movie reviewers because we don't try to come up with any kind of redeeming qualities or anything like that for movies that we like. It's purely based off of just what kind of shit we like and dislike. Hey, you may need. It's It's very very personalized. Take it with a grain of salt. You don't have to listen to our recommendations. We don't. We don't dig deep. Don't dig deep. I do recommend watching *Cat in the Hat* purely just for the fact that, so you'll have that reference in your brain. Watch Cat in the Hat if um, you have a party that you really wish would wind down, but you don't want to be rude and kick your guests out. And you can be like, hey, I've got a really funny comedy movie that we can all watch together. And you put on Cat in the Hat, and then everyone will get super uncomfortable, and then they'll never want to come to your house again. Pull a Carrie Fisher on them. Yeah, like she did with the Star Wars Holiday Special. Speaking... Oh, man, we got to do that one at some point. We have well, to. I need to um, one-up you, and you made me watch this horrible movie. Well, so I you know what? Did... You were excited for it, and I was, too, because well, I, I, I just I had I just had my my... I remembered loving it as a child, and I thought it would hold up. It did not. <laughs> I thought it would be, like... Super fun to go back and rewatch and it I just got sad. You got sad. I got sad. Did it make you nostalgic and make you rethink your uh perceptions of stuff as a child? It made me think I was a dumbass when I was a child. <laughs> we had um poor movie choices whenever we were children, apparently. Because we really loved *Cat in the Hat*. We had that shit on Arcade VHS. Never really not very refined. I don't know.
1: I, I have to pick the. Like, a... You know,
0: I mean, fucking uh, *Tremors* is legitimately like one of my favorite movies. *Tremors*. Wild, wild. Yeah, that's crazy. I, I have to pick a bad movie. I need a bad movie to make you watch. Yeah, you know, one of these days, maybe we ought to do an actually good movie. Well, I guess we've done, like, we've done some good movies. We've done I've, a few good movies. I feel like I've mostly been kind of trolling with my movie picks, and you've been, like, trying to do some actual good... Because you're the one that picked uh, Parasite and Train to Busan. Yeah, I'm trying to watch some... I'm trying to enrich my film palette. I'm trying to... <laughs> Watch movies that are going to, you know, enrich my life a little bit. And you're just like, watch Cat in the head. I'm just trolling, yeah. Yeah. Well, you know what? My next movie pick is also going to be just a complete troll. (laughs) You already know what it is, I think. Right, didn't I tell you? You probably did and I forgot. Well, good, because it's going to be a surprise. I don't like it. I don't like the sound of it. It's gonna be funny. Is it? Is it? And this it's, you one it's gonna be funny. And you know what? It's a movie that neither you nor I have seen before. So it will go, we're gonna go in fresh. Well, hopefully it succeeds in enriching... I, I don't know. I've got a lot of apprehension about the movies that you pick now. Oh, it's gonna be enriching. I guarantee it. Have I not picked any good movies? Wait, what movies have I picked? Wait, I picked All Dogs Go to Heaven, which is a very good movie. That was okay. That was I was kind of, I was kind of being a troll about it, picking it because I was just like, yeah, we watched this as a kid. You we tend to again? like pick movies that we watched as a kid, yeah, and oh, watch it again as an adult. Mm. I know. It really makes, whenever we do do that, though, it really does make me just kind of question my perceptions as a child. And I realize, like, oh, did you realize that you may have changed since you were a child? I have realized that. No, but, like, um, I don't know. I can't quite explain it, but, like, with Lion King, I watched Lion King again uh, recently, like, within the last couple months or so. And, I don't know, I can't really explain it, but it hits different as an adult than it did as a kid. And I don't know exactly how it hits differently, but it just felt different. There's a lot of similarities between the cat in the hat and the Lion King. They both have cats in them. There's cats. Um, growth. Personal growth. Uh, the sun is being proverbial- perver- per- proverbially cast aside proverbially sure cast aside
1: cast Um, aside
0: yeah and finds comfort in animal companions and there's one dude that's just like purely evil just for evil's sake out to get them Out to Um, get the, there's a lot of parallels between Lion King and Cat in the Hat. Animal friends aiding and guiding your path back to your family? Yeah. There actually is quite a bit of similarity there. I think that there might be an issue of uh, copyright. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Copyright infringement. Isn't Lion King supposed to be based off of, which Shakespeare play is it based off of? Is it Hamlet? Yes. Okay. I wasn't sure because I've never actually read Hamlet. I've never actually read anything other than Romeo and Juliet. I read, uh, well, no, I didn't read, but I did see a play for uh, Midsummer's Night. Wait, what the fuck's it Midsummer's called? Midsummer's Night Dream. Yeah. Midsummer Night's Dream and Midsummer's Night. Uh, Dream, oh God. You know what? I don't fucking know. <laughs> Wait, uh, wait, no, wait. Was this a Shakespeare? Maybe it wasn't. Uh, what was Oedipus? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> no, I oh. don't think that was. I don't think that's I'm like not. old. That's old, isn't it? Okay, Oedipus. I don't. I don't fucking know. I had like one, Play. two English classes in college, and it's been a while. Could- Oedipus is by some guy named Sophocles. So, so, so fuck, Sophocles. Oh, <laughs> so Sophocles. Oh, grow up. Yeah. So that sounds really old. 425, yeah. 8, wow. Oedipus was fucked, dude. By his mom. <laughs> Got him. And he killed his dad. Indeed. Um. Uh- And you know Freud, I'm pretty sure Sigmund Freud, he had a bit of an Oedipus complex. Well, you think Freud might have had some, yeah, messed up perceptions of sex? (laughs) Yeah. In case you couldn't, in case you couldn't parse that from just like everything about him, he also did a shit ton of drugs, man. He did a lot of drugs. (laughs) All uh, you know, psychologists did at the time. Probably, yeah. Was he a a psychiatrist? I guess if you're dishing out the drugs, you're probably a psychiatrist, right? Yeah. We did. Well, uh, you know what? I can't really remember if he technically was a psychiatrist. Uh, He specialized in, like, dream analysis and shit like that, getting deep down into the subconscious shit. What was Freud? He was, like, Pervert. <laughs> Google knows. Google knows. He was. He was actually a neurologist and the founder of psychoan... Psycho- psychoanalysis. 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 Yeah. He, well, he's the one that, you know, came up with the whole, uh, the 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 only good thing that came from Freud's contribution to psychology was the concept of the id, the ego, and the super ego. You don't know anything about that I don't know anything about psychology. Did you not take any psychology classes in Crowder Crowder I mean college or high school um, one in Crowder huh. that was a, that was a long time ago. Crowder was a, is a college. Crowder, Crowder is, a, is college. a college. And mm-hmm. I also went there. Aha! Uh-huh. The uh-huh. mascot is the Rough Riders. I don't even know how you'd make that into a mascot. Well, it's something to do with uh, Roosevelt or something. Oh. Let's, let's look up Rough Riders. Hey, like, hey! Hey! Uh, I don't want to know what came up. The nickname given to the first United States Volunteer Cavalry, one of three such regiments raised in 1898 for the Spanish-American War and the to see combat. It's so boring. <laughs>
1: it's yeah. so boring, history. People listen to this
0: podcast to learn, right? They listen for our witty movie reviews, which are not that witty, and our stream-of-consciousness type conversations. It was Freud about stream-of-consciousness? He was about subconsciousness, well, who did the stream of consciousness shit? That's something I don't know. I'll Google it uh, like isn't that something? The term was introduced by William James in his principles of psychology in eighteen ninety mm. Wow, see, I didn't know that. I didn't learn that in any of my psychology classes. Well, hey, I guess I know something I'm better than you. Well, you didn't actually know it. You had to Google it. It says on Google, Noun, psychology. A person's thoughts and conscious reactions to events perceived as a continuous flow. It's also a literary style. Oh. Makes sense. Yeah. 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 Anywho, I feel um, like... I really just hated the movie we had to watch this week and um I'm content never to see it again. Again? Again? Um I would agree with that. Uh I don't think I will ever be watching that movie again. But I highly recommend that others watch it just just get it out of your system. You you got to watch it once then you'll you can forget about it. You need a frame of reference so you can appreciate good movies. Yeah. 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 So, for that reason and that reason alone, go ahead and watch Cat in the Hat, the live action movie um, made in. What year was that made? Like, 2008, I'm going to call it. 2008. 2003. Aw, oh, damn it ha. Man, 2008, give us some credit. I didn't enjoy that shit in 8th grade. Come on. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I forgot how old you were. (laughs) (laughs) I also am bad at math. So. Um. Anyway, it's 2003 live action uh, version of The Cat in the Hat by Dr. Seuss. It's really bad. Go ahead and watch it. It's really bad, but you gotta watch it. Um... Do you have any clues, or have you even given any thought to what your next movie pick is going to be? I haven't given any thought to anything all day. Oh, so just, you just, no thoughts, head empty? Nope, it's going to be a surprise for me, too. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Oh, wait, let me try to do, let me try to do Owen was like, wow. Wow. No, I can't, I can't do, Wow. 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 Actually, <laughs> uh, that gives me... Mm, that gives me an idea. What? Oh, you're gonna do an Owen Wilson movie, aren't you? Wow. 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 This has been, um... Wait, are we ready to wind down? Uh, We are at, like, 43 minutes. Do we want to call it good? I think we could call it good. We can put on Cat in the Hat and wind it down, make everybody want to leave. Okay, um, play the beginning of it. Do it right now. Okay, pulling it up on YouTube. Here we go. Here we fucking go, guys. You're gonna get- Wait, would that be, like, a copyright thing? Would we get in trouble for that? Are we on anyone's radar? Five people. Alright, do you think any Five. of those people happen to be the lawyers for, um, fucking- Who made this movie? You just said their names earlier. I don't know. (laughs) Uh, Fuck. What studio made this movie? Oh, crap. If it's Universal, we're screwed. I think it was Universal. Remember that joke that he, like, plugged in there about Universal Studios whenever they were on the roller coaster? Yeah, I better not play the movie on the podcast. Oh, shit. It, It goes something like, um, there was a lot of rhyming, and at the beginning, I think... Do you, you want me to pull up the opening monologue? No. Let's see. Cat in the Hat live action opening monologue. You just, you just gonna say it? You gonna... You gonna do it? I can't find it, but here's a good quote from the book. "Um, My tricks are not bad, said the Cat in the Hat, but that is not all. Oh, no. That is... That is not all. That's pretty dynamite. That's not. That didn't even rhyme. <laughs> From com, the 12 best cat in the hat quotes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> One more time. My tricks are not bad, said the cat in the hat, but that is not all. Oh, no, that is not all. That's great. That is the best quote. It doesn't, even, it doesn't even fucking rhyme. It doesn't sound like it's from a Cat in a Hat book. No, it doesn't. That, mm. Well, it now it's like, worse. Yeah. Well. It's <laughs> th- completely tarnished. Anywho. Okay. okay. This is Anyways, <laughs> this has been Movie Reviews with a Pappy and the Pepper. I'm the Pepper. I am the Pappy. Goodbye see you at the movies i forgot that you were saying that (laughs) i don't know if that's gonna be a thing but you know what see if it sticks let's see if it sticks all right goodbye goodbye